podcast is about taking media action, find the problem, fix the problem. This is your opportunity. It's either a hell yes or a fuck no. It's that simple. <laughs> now is the time to take action. Now's the time to do more and be more. You guys are opening up soon. What's That's the, the rumor. That? That's the rumor. Uh, you know what I mean? I just feel like enough is enough. Our members, they need what we do. They need uh, they need their fitness. They need their mental health. They need both in combination of. We know that the, you know, we've talked to how many mental health workers and, you know, the CMHA. We've talked to so many people that deal in mental health and everybody always ties it to fitness and, you know, fitness and your, your nutrition and, and we're you know at this point it's just it's getting a little it's getting hard to keep people engaged it's been 15 16 months and i think you know the gyms the hair salons the tattoo shops like we've all been closed you it's know a hundred and something time. days longer and uh you know they're telling me we can go outside but you know kind of like just fuck that like <laughs> i have you know eighty thousand dollars worth of gear in this gym and it's not outside mm-hmm. so they bring people in and put them out in the sweaty on the cement on the grass and just do the same old that we've been doing for 15 months it's it's just not acceptable to me so you know what we we've uh we've kind of been we've been a big part in we've been meeting with gyms and and other and all kinds of other industries in windsor and then here you know we even have a meeting coming up very soon about this and about you know it's not that i'm against the police absolutely i'm not against the police or, or the bylaw officer for that matter i'm against what ontario's decided Right. And that's what I'm going with. And, I, you know, and I'm going to take my chances with the fines and, and I'm accepting that's probably what I'm going to get because I truly believe that this is a violation of our charter of rights. Definitely. So what, what do you find over the last 16 months? What's been the biggest obstacle on the business side of things for you in particular? It's like, uh, you know, I, I experienced this a little bit when I was in ESU, the team leader. It's like exhaustion from decision making. It's like the constant decision making, the constant planning. Like we're always planning ahead, but we always, we kind of have direction and a waypoint right. without knowing what's happening and what they're going to decide and what this Ontario is going to decide makes sense and, and how it's going to make sense has been exhausting. And it's like the constant conversation of it has been truly, truly exhausting. It's been very hard to stay focused. You know how goal oriented we are here. And I feel like we're shifting the goals all the time because we don't know where we're going to be and and all of a sudden now it feels like i'm running four gyms instead of two gyms with all the online and like people's gear and you know now that we're going to be coming back inside with both it's just it's it's been a struggle to say the least but you know if anything it's it's proven to me and to our team the value of what we provide people right like our importance our role in this community and and the importance it is for us to have these people present with us you know Mm -hmm. like it's the sales really have been you know, the same, if not even just a little bit better because we've been able to do some other things with the Tango One stuff and with Danny's uh, boss stuff. But it's been, it's that interaction. That's, I mean, that's what I, I didn't, 
I love that's the one part I love about the police. Yeah, where you can actually like. Yeah, I love talking to people, man. I'm social. Like I want to talk. I want to hang out. I want to laugh. I want to make fun of you. I want to you know scare the shit out of you when you walk in the door. Yeah, no matter how much you adapt to like the circumstances and being online, it has been such a great tool that'll probably continue on. But it's just like nothing replaces that human interaction and being in front of somebody and being able to not only work on their form and go through that but have a conversation about what's going on at home and what's going on in their job and stuff because it is crazy how much as a trainer people tell you yeah it's right? like there's, we're like the bartenders yeah, like we're like, like uh, the cheers right there's so much more to it than coming here and physically working out there's a lot of people that this is their place to to vent right and depending who the trainer is you're gonna get different views on things and i think people really appreciate that Right. Yeah. And and not even just the trainer to trainer or member to trainer, but the member to member experience. Like mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, I've said it so many times, like so many, you know, men or women turn 25, but they aren't buried till they're 75 because like they become so enwrapped in their like day to day rut and routine of, you know, you know, send the children to school, go to work, finish work, feed the children, go to ball, you know, right. repeat, repeat, repeat. This is that one hour of adult time and a lot of people, you know, and when you're in that rut, you lose track of a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships. And because, you know, usually like you're getting to that age where people will start to drift apart because of these things and people make new friendships or re, you know, rekindled old friendships, especially in small towns like Amherstburg and Kingsville, they all like went to school together or want, you know, knew so-and-so's brother or, you know, you're the one who dated so-and-so's sister back in like, it's just kind of how it is. And I think they really, really, they need that for each other and we need that for us and for them and for each other too. It's, it's pretty been pretty wild, but I'm super, I have, you know, I, we took a long time delivering. I, at the end of the day, it was my decision. I took a long time deliberating over this. We were going to do this on the front end of the lockdown when they kind of cut out our legs, when they said, you know, stay at home order. I just didn't want to put that on the members. And, you know, I, I mulled it over. We've closed how many times? Two times before. And I really feel like the province, the country's very much let us down. Like that was supposed to be the band-aid. And I don't see any any difference in their plan. And I'm just down here where we are here in this little mm. corner of Amherstburg in my little room here. So maybe I don't see the full picture. But I feel like I've done my share. And the garage gym has done their shares. The gyms, the small businesses have done their shares. Mm. And, you know, the money they throw at you is is ill in comparison to what's happening. You know, we just, we need to get back rolling. We need to get this place open and we need to do what we do best, which is like, it's right on our mission, you know, statement. Yeah. It's, it is, you know, improve the physical and mental, you know, health of everybody. Right. And that was before that was a, we wrote that before it was like the hashtag the that everybody learned thing, from their yeah. business coaches, you know, that's always been what we did here. Cause exactly that is like, there's so many value to it beyond the danger of like what could happen. And now you know, a lot of people are vaccinated. A lot of people are going through these things, but it's like, there's so many more sicknesses that have arose from what's been going on, right? So many people are struggling in other ways and it has a lot of correlation to not being around people all the time, right? Some people are kind of do have that luxury, which is crazy to say is a luxury now to be in a job where you're in the same room as other people, right? right? A lot of people have been at home by themselves or just with their families, which isn't the worst thing, but you still need those other social interactions or outlets, but people have been locked up and it's just like missing that 
makes such a difference on your day to day. For me, like I'm a consumer too for so many businesses, right? Like I spend my money, you know, as Steph and you Danny, do. I'm good at spending money, but you know, we spend it here and it's my choice. Like I am forcing nobody to come to the garage gym. Like understand you show up to the garage gym or any gym or any place of business, there is a chance that you're going to, you know, contract the coronavirus. Probably for a very long time, there will be a chance of that, but it's your decision. So you, as the consumer, look at the person who's selling the product. In this case, it's our gym. Do you think me as the owner and our team and our staff are making this environment safe enough for you? Mm-hmm. Safe enough for you to risk versus reward and come in. And that's what everything is about, risk versus reward. And I think here we're doing everything we can to make it as safe as possible. You know, we're still cleaning. We're still, you know, making people wear masks when they come in and, you know, and keeping in squares and keeping equipment kind of separate. But that's that's the risk that, you know, understanding like everybody should understand that they're taking. And I think that's that's about being responsible citizen. Like it is up to you. Mm -hmm. This is a free country. Right. Supposedly, this is up to you to decide. Do you want to go to that? restaurant do you want to go to that gym do you want to go to that hair salon and your answer should be yes or no based on what you're buying and what they're selling and how they're doing it and i think that's it that's that's how simple this could really be at this point definitely i agree so what do you find things what is something that has been implemented throughout the last 16 months that has really grown the business as opposed to like things that you wouldn't have put so much time into before but now it's become like a daily practice or something that you would have never looked at before until you were forced into it. That's really expanded the gym's business or Tangle One's business or any of those aspects, kind of money revenue. Yeah, for sure it's been the Tangle One. The the personal programming and the tactical life leadership program or mentorship program that I'm doing now, it's like, it's it's just been amazing. I, I you know, I heard, you know, people, you know, Ben Graham and some of my other business coaches, some friends, you know, that have been kind of pushing me towards that online thing. But I've always told you I like the I like the personal interaction. Well, with this tactical life thing, I'm able to actually do that. And I feel like I'm making a big impact because the majority of my clients are either dudes my age who want to get in shape, you know, who yeah. like or who want to like, you know, maybe improve their relationships, their connection, their leadership while they get in shape like it's a whole encompassing project right like we talk once a month i talk to them every week on you know we do calls once a month we do group calls we have a our own little group that we you know share things in plus i'm all over them every week about getting their workouts what the you know what their goals are it's just it's a whole program and in addition to those dads i'm also helping a ton of want to be police officers so people who are striving to become and and environment actually so it's been a it's been a really cool thing and it's I'm so surprised at how easy now, you know, to trainerize here. I, I'm doing a piece on trainerize in a couple of weeks actually with them, like a guest speaker on one of their shows. And uh, it's just made it so simple to communicate in the simple video messages or hopping mm-hmm. on a video call to check in with somebody. And it's, it's been a real, you know, revenue wise, it's been awesome. Right. But, you know, relationship wise and just keeping me inspired and motivated, which is right. part of it too, right? Helping people is a great way to stay, you know, mentally saying yeah man like if you just instead of worrying about you you try to help some others it, it just seems to like revive what you're doing and that's kind of where this whole reopening thing is i've become so involved in like not consulting but so many people because of my background are asking me questions and i've really become like you know i've been helping these other people so much it's kind of taken my mind and just got me like excited 
right. excited for the potential of the smiles to stop hearing these, you know, the hairdressers that are coming here today and the struggles that they're going through. It's just crazy. And we're yeah. and we're super grateful to Garage Gym for everybody who stayed on board with us, which is wild. Trying to flip that script and negativity, right? Like everywhere you look, it's negative. If you watch the news, it's negative. It's like just trying, like you're saying, finding the good and helping somebody you know, even just having that conversation. Like that's one thing I found over the last few months, especially is like reaching out to friends more than ever, just like on my drives. Like that's one thing I've been like appreciative of driving, like from here to Toronto, right? It's three hours. And it's like every time I do it, I try to call two or three friends just to catch up, read people's minds, like try to see what's going on in their life, right? And, you know, talk to one of my really good friends. He had been in a like very successful engineering job and uh, Brooke and I went and visited him and his girlfriend and we were just talking about how like I was so excited about this new job coming up and all this stuff. And I made him read uh, the Green Lights book and like all this stuff. and he was in a successful thing but he didn't know if that's what he wanted to do and he just called me out of the blue one day said he applied found another job quit his and moved out to none of it to a my an engineering mining position where he's like three weeks there three weeks back flies in and out of montreal and he was just like so happy to like just like oh, i was gonna do it a year from now and i was gonna do this and he just was like no i'm gonna try to do it now and went off and did it and it's like hearing friends of yours just doing something like crazy out of their back pocket and something they've always wanted to do it's just so fun to catch up on and so that's something that's been like just great over the last bit that like you're talking about having that social interaction day to day you lose but there's still another way to do it right by reaching out on your phone or whatever but yeah you, you think about when we were in the gym all the time you talk to what 200 people a day yeah, I mean, roughly, right. probably, you know, I'd say maybe 125, depending on what yeah. gym I'm working at, right? On average, if not more. And it just, yeah, it's such, it's so good for your mental state, just hearing people, like even hearing people's struggles and being able to give them a very simple solution, right? An upfront solution, just saying not to worry about it and, you know, shut up and lift the bar, <laughs> right? <laughs> and when you put it in such a simple term, they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, it's, it's something that I miss a lot being here. It's so true. It, it's been a test on a lot of people and, and me very much. And, uh, you know, lately I've been taking some chirps, but actually people, it's just kind of cool too. It's like how you can kind of train other people by you based on your reaction. So, you know, I kind of like basically quit drinking it and people laugh. They're like, well, you're not quit drinking. And it's like, yeah, you know what? No, I have not quit drinking. I have a beer. I'll have a couple of drinks a week, you know, but during like one sitting, one hangout, I'm not like really drinking anymore. Mm -hmm. And at the start, like I tried to do this on the last lockdown and it was like, you're taking so much heat, you know, razzing at the parties and at the hangouts and you know, you're not supposed to be partying and hanging out, but like, you know, the few little small get togethers we'd hit up and you know, kind of not reacting to that or just being honest with people and saying like, listen, I, it's not I'm quit drinking. It's not that I, you know, I enjoy having a Manhattan with my neighbor or a mm -hmm. beer with you. I'll probably have a beer with you after. It's just I know that one, when times are tough, I know this from, you know, my past, you know, traumatic events and from whatever else is no stress is high and you start drinking, it just it dumps your mood. And for me, like right now when stress is at its highest, it's time for me to like really back off cuz you start to drink not to, you know, because you're enjoying life you're drinking because you're trying to, to like ignore life a bit. 
right? And that's what I don't want. And then waking up in the morning and not getting the shit done and feeling like I'm behind. And then like when you're behind, you don't get time with the kids. It's just this big ball. And for me, that's been a the huge key in the last like three months has been like severely, like big time stepping back. When you're not working nearly the hours I was working, it's very easy, especially right now in summertime to right. start drinking. So I kind of switched these things. I know I'm, I'm getting a lot of people falling in love with these. These are just from down the street, the Amherstburg uh, Cannabis. This thing is like just 2.5 milligrams of THC. That's, this one's only two, which is super light. You know, I'll have one or two. You real, really even feel anything from it, but you get the idea. You get the feeling that you're having a drink, the sparkling water. You get some CBD in there, and it's just – these have been like a game changer. and no sugar, so it kind of like – just gives me just a little bit of a mellow feeling, not really a buzz at all. I'm sure if you slam like five or six of them, maybe you would, because I'm pretty much lightweight when it comes to the THC. But I, this has been a game changer for me, and I like I really recommend that to people to like, give it a shot. Like I, we don't get paid for this; I don't get paid by these guys. But just to have like it's like having a sparkling water. It's refreshing, gives you that feeling you're having a drink. And now lately, this is the weirdest part for me, and it sounds pretty pathetic, but I, at parties when people are all having drinks. I used to hate going if I wasn't right. drinking, you know, during the six WTs or if we were testing or whatever. Mm. And all of a sudden I'm finding myself like no drinks and I'm having a blast. And I remember like speaking of blast, blast camp, Dave Hawes talking about that and right. saying like when all of a sudden he realized he didn't need the drinks to have fun at parties. It's like all of a sudden I'm enjoying things. I'm remembering conversations, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't wake up feeling like a bag of shit. It's just been an amazing little thing. I don't know. Like, you know, will I get drunk again? Yeah, of course I will. It's just not now is not the time. Right. So with that, like that's one thing, a very direct thing that you've been doing to like combat the stress. What are some other things that you've been doing, like a, a daily practice that helps you with all the stuff going on in the business, helps you just kind of chill and relax? And It sounds crazy, but scheduling. Yeah. Scheduling, scheduling, like uh, routine creates freedom and it just makes me feel so much more in charge of my life instead of just kind of, you know, like a lot of the tasks I've been doing, not this week since we're on the reopening thing, but a lot of the tasks I've been doing, they're very time sensitive, you know, because really there was, it was pretty fucking bleak for a while of when we yeah. were going to ever reopen the gym, <laughs> right? So it was like uh, scheduling my night before and making sure that I'm like ready to go. And that was always my past uh, past habits that I've really done such a great job of with the success of the gym and with, you know, when I was leaving the police department, it's so busy, but I really let that slip. So I feel like, you know, just like drinking or just like working out, like self-care has to go up when stress goes up. Right. Right. So like doing those things that help me succeed, letting those slip was like putting me into a deeper rut and making me feel like, you know, like kind of like worthless some days. Right. And right. whereas, you know, instead of getting up and getting accomplished, even if it's only two or three hours and then, and I've played chess with the boys almost every single day. Like one-on-one, -on -one, we sit there with one of my kids, which is very important to spend time with one of your kids instead of both of them all the time. And it's just, it's been a great, man. So yeah. those are the things that we've been doing here. Well, it's, been a, it's been a weird time for all of us, right? Losing you, you sliding up the highway. You know, one of my best buddies, my kid brother is basically like disappears. Like it's, it was, it was kind of sad. Like still around. Still yeah, around. you're here, you're back and forth, but it, it was, it's yeah. been a learning process for, for all of it. So, but no regrets, man. At the end of the day, we're gonna win and that's what it's all about. Fuck that, we're gonna win, right? That's right. And that's why you gotta go at it with everything, right? Like, even with other businesses going through shit, it's like, you were in a high point at some point. It's just finding your way to get back to that when things start to hopefully open up very soon. It's starting to promote yourself well, go through the proper advertising, get your name out there again and rebuild that business that you had. Yeah. Right, and that's the same thing, like, 
luckily like this gym has done a great job at you know basically holstering and maintaining the clientele and i'm sure a lot of businesses have done that even though it might not be direct they might not be showing up to your door right now but it's like when things open up like be ready right and so that's something like so we i think learned a massive lesson when this all happened is like one we were pretty quick to jump on kind of get started right away like things shut down we had a plan in place ready to go yeah action 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 so what are things fail forward yeah what are things moving forward like there's always that immediate action plan there's always that kind of red file folder you know in the office in case something some chaotic thing happens like what do you do to prepare for the next instant or what can people do to prepare for the instant? like think of the unthinkable write it down just in case then you have it there ready to go yeah i think trying to plan plan for like it was funny when i left the police department i probably said this on the show before i know i've said it to you but when i left the police department you know like you get yourself into a certain comfort with business after you know three four years they say you know five years is kind of the magic number if you can last through that first year you're in real good shape but i still had a hundred thousand dollar job when i was you know got through those years and when i decided to leave where the membership was at and where i felt very comfortable with projections i said to people short of a natural disaster we're gonna be fine Right. Or I think I said an act of God, basically meaning like, right. you know, a fucking hurricane or tornado. Never did I think it'd be the flu, but that showed up. And I think, you know, how do you prepare for that? I don't think you do. I, I think you really prepare in terms of just creating stability within your team and that mindset that obstacles will come day in, day out. We will make the proper decision, whatever it is, and shift accordingly. And I think when you do that, it's like uh, they tell military guys or you've heard me say it to the groups actually to the blast camp groups is that just fucking make a decision if you can't make a decision over where to go to eat tomorrow night how are you going to make a decision when it's big so with this team the garage gym team you know we are making decisions on a daily basis and they seem little and minute and they are but what did they do it was preparing us for the big lift it's like you know all the little accessory work that prepares you for your big lift on the bench press like same kind of thing and I think that's where I would you know put my money in, or in terms of preparing for anything to come, no matter what business you're running, and your family, mm-hmm. you know, and your family. So emphasis on the little things. Yeah, emphasis the on the little things and making decisions and shifting as needed, uh, like finding problems and fixing them. That's what the emphasis is because that's all this was, just on a way grander scale. Right. Right, and then a little bit from the money thing we learned, and it was good because we actually implemented this a little bit before. Like, you know, there's a great book called Profits First. And that really gave us a really different avenue to, you know, make sure that there's a little bit in that rainy day fund in case, you know, business does happen or, you know, like something could happen here. There could be a flood in this building. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be as grand as that. And that's really made a difference to get settled. And then, you know, a little bit of diversity, making sure that, you know, Danny and I's only, you know, income was not just this gym. There was the, you know, some investments, some, you know, some good real estate moves that we did. And those buying and selling the gym, you know, you were a huge help in that, like the the used equipment, just making sure that you have some kind of else when you're the when you're the entrepreneur, like when that shit hit the fan, like my first promise was all of you guys will get paid. Right. All of you guys will will have a job. I am going to pay you your 40 hours no matter what the fuck this takes. And I'm so proud that we've hung on to that. But it meant like kind of giving up my part of it. So we were safe in terms of, that was, we've you know. Never covered, that was the most make shit happen thing we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I always sure. forget that when it came, when Tony got a call one day from a friend 
from his past life saying, hey, I know of a warehouse with a ton of weights in it and a ton of gym <laughs> equipment. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I'll take a look. And we went and take, took a look at this, like, it's in this, like, basement warehouse and this massive complex. Like, to me being in there, I was like, this is something sketchy here. And yeah. we went in and, like, in a week, we got, like, 10,000 pounds of weights pulled out of that place, a bunch of machines, and sold it over the gym for the first, like, couple of weeks and it was just one of those things like one how how did this happen and within the last three weeks we went from starting this stuff with the pandemic going online moving finding an old gym that we purchased all the weights started selling like it was just such a big like opportunity that you just jumped on right away and made something of it and it's like that's exactly it like it was like little things that just like when opportunities arise sometimes like don't put too much thought like put thought into it but sometimes take that leap and jump on something and then figure it out from there yeah when in tactics when an opportunity open presents itself you need to take advantage you know a bad guy with a hostage walks out of a house for a minute to grab a cigarette you better be able to take advantage of that opportunity mm. and you know there's a few things that we say there one being ready and to take action and to take action quick Right, make the decision and go. Indecision is the worst decision. You hear me say that all the time to people in the gym, to people everywhere and on this podcast. The other thing was connection, man. What does it come down? This world is all about connections and how you can leverage them. And that came from a, a you know an old SWAT guy who I have a great relationship, who made a phone call to me, and you know how many phone calls I get about you know, hey, I got an old treadmill, you know, and I I never blow them off. I'm always like, well, let me see. Maybe we're interested, right. you know, explore that option. Don't let it become a distraction. Explore the option and keep your focus. Mm -hmm. But then, man, when you're like, wait a minute here. And like that opportunity that that man, you know, Striller uh, presented to us, it, it made all the difference. And it just gave us something else to do. But man, was that an operation? Like if you if you can imagine, everybody's been to a regular gym, like a good life gym, all those massive hammer strength machines, the leg presses, the not to mention the 10,000 pounds were the weights. Those were the easy yeah. part. The weights, yeah, were, the yeah, easy the part. weights were the easy part. Breaking down those machines with Bart and Dean, Johnny Keogh, there was Corey. So many people helped. So many people came through because they knew we needed to help. And we got that shit all out of the basements in what it felt like 75 truckloads. Colton Taylor, don't discount Colton Taylor yeah. and his brother Dakota, who like we basically... <laughs> paid uh you know child labor laws might have been broken as they uh as they disassembled that stuff and sold it but man that was a, that was awesome it was a, it was a rush too it was kind of fun yeah. to see like you know it's like that gary v shit right you buy something for cheap like one man's trash is another man's gold and i don't think any of us including us we didn't sell that for dollars that we probably could have had we hung on to it for three more months nobody knew that this pandemic was going to yeah. create this like urgency for gym for equipment right but could have been rich but yeah and, and that's the other thing is like not sitting on that and saying like you know i sold a house and last year we made a killing on it and you know how they held on for eight more months we would have, you know made more of a killing like yeah. instead of like doling on that just being very happy for what that provided us and the opportunities we were able to do with that man definitely speaking of opportunities and finances let's go throw in a murray insurance ad here the episode of this episode of Tango One Podcast and almost every episode we've ever recorded since about like episode seven, these guys have been behind us and they are South Western Ontario's number one Desjardins, rank, uh, Desjardins Insurance Agency. Murray Insurance and Financial Services, they're in Kingsville. They're owned by our OGs, 
Ian and Kara Murray, who are super excited to come back. I got actually their building looks amazing. It's right next to ours in Kingsville, <laughs> just off of Chestnut Street, just behind, uh, right off of Main Street. So if you're down there, go check out their new building. It's absolutely incredible. These guys have over 100 years of experience. They're the best in customer service. They focus on community, invest back constantly in Essex County, and you know employ all people from here. They are also a one-stop shop for everything to protect you, your family, and your assets. They have the best policies in the industries. Excuse me. Give their call, their team a call today, or send them a text at 519-733-2331. And also, after you know over 50 weeks of reading that ad, I still can't get it right. <laughs> so I should probably take some HQ focus. You guys know HQ Nutrition. Uh, I'm proud to be part of Team HQ. They are a big part of what we do here at the gym. They're also a big part of what we do in charity work. And you can use code Tango15 to save 15% of your online order. Uh, I suggest, you know, HQ Focus is my favorite. I love the Fuzzy Peach EAAs. And, uh, you know, there's so many great products there. So go check them out on their website. Or you can come into the garage gym and we'll uh, we'll sell you some. That's it. Yeah, man. Good. I think we covered a lot today. Yeah, great episode, man. And uh, looking forward to shooting this next one and releasing these things. And hopefully we're going to have, uh, when we open, the, when we release this episode... Hopefully we're in a good, really good place and we're not worried yeah. about uh, some of the consequences that are probably going to come with what we're doing. So appreciate everybody's <laughs> support. And, uh, you know, to all my police officer friends, before we do sign off, I just want to say, you know, it is not you guys. Please don't take this personal when you come here. It is what I have to do for my family, for my members. And it is definitely, definitely not a slight or disrespect to you guys. I love everything you guys are doing. And I, I wish you didn't have to be in this position that we might be in. So thank you guys for your support and all of you first responders out there and everybody stay safe. Now's the time to do more and be more.